Hello, and welcome to the Homegirl Podcast. I am your host, Abby Cornelius. This is episode number seven, and we are going to talk about goals. All right. I want to share a personal story with you guys about the biggest goal I ever went after and how it didn't go as planned. It took way longer than expected. (laughs) It was the hardest yet most rewarding journey I have ever been on and why I think you might need to reframe your goals today. So for those of you that know me, you know that I have two beautiful daughters, Cecily and Lucy, who are seven and five. And they came to Sean and I via IVF. So they are our little medical miracles. And their story is beautiful and I love sharing it. And I'm going to share it with you today because being a mom was the biggest goal I had. And it was hard, harder than I ever even imagined. So I want to give you a little bit of backstory. We Sean and I had been together ever since we were 19. And uh, for me, (laughs) little backstory on me, I'm very high drive, very uh, type A. Uh, I've calmed down much in these last few years. But as a high schooler and college uh, person, I was, you know, I, I was harder on myself than anybody ever had to be. I set crazy goals for myself in terms of grades, in terms of, you know, I wanted to pay for college myself. And I did. So I worked full time through college. I made choices that allowed me to pay as I went. Um, it just, I, I went above and beyond. I got a, I bought my first house before I even graduated college, which is, it's all crazy. I was just very, very intense. Um, and I was used to saying, Hey, I want X. I need to do Y and now I'm going to do the dang thing and I'm going to get what I want to get. And so when Sean and I got married, we decided we wanted to try to have kids right away. And so, cause you know, that's me. I'm always at the next step before it's really even time for the next step. So we decided, yep, we're going to go for it. And it didn't happen. It was like a month, two months, three months. I'm like, come on, what's going on, you know? And then six months. And then I kind of knew I'd likely have some sort of issues. Um, but it was about the one year of trying where my doctor was like, you should probably go see a specialist. You know, you're young, you should get pregnant within a year of trying. So it's time to engage a specialist. So went to a specialist. They said, uh, you likely have endometriosis. You need to undergo this surgery to confirm it and to hopefully clean it up. So we did a surgery Then I was put on medicine for like six months that basically puts you through menopause. It's awful. I don't recommend it. And then after that, those next six months are like peak time for you to get pregnant. So very hopeful, you know, okay, two-year journey, great, we'll be pregnant. Did not happen. Uh, We then decided to move states. I had to find a new doctor, gave this new doctor all of this information, and he's basically just says, it's not going to happen for you. Like, you know, we've tried a whole bunch of things and I, I, and he suggested not doing IVF. He said that just wasn't a good path for you. I don't think you're going to have a success rate. Um, and you know, doctors want to have good success rates. So he basically was saying, I don't think there's a hope for you. And I remember crying in a parking lot and calling Sean and it was, it was just an absolute mess. It affected me personally, professionally, physically, just, it was devastating. And so we decided to, you know, explore other options that didn't feel like my story was going to end there. That just didn't feel like, okay, I'm just going to get this feedback from this person and 
you know, that's the end. I'm not going to be a mom. Right. So we explored adoption and fostering. And regardless, we knew it was going to take money. So my new mission became make money, save money, raise money, do whatever you have to do around money. Cause it was the thing I could control. So I was holding on to the one thing I could control. Um, but meanwhile, I was just mentally beating myself up. I was so frustrated with my body. I was so frustrated, you know, with the way this was affecting my relationship. It affected me at work, um, you know, being full commission sales. I just couldn't focus. It was, it, it was heavy. It was a heavy, heavy, heavy burden. And, uh, I didn't give up hope, but I definitely was losing hope if that makes sense. And all of a sudden, I was like, end of December, beginning of January, the turn of the year, I get this email about a new fertility clinic that bought my old one that told me I couldn't get pregnant. And they had this new program. It was 100% uh, guarantee that you would get a baby or your money back, which just sounds crazy to even say. And I, I sent it to Sean. I'm like, is this real? And he's like, I don't know if it's real, but you know, do whatever you want to do. And I got excited again. Like my hope meter went like through the roof. I'm like, oh, this feels good. This sounds good. Like, but Abby, check yourself, you know, like balancing expectations. Um, but we went and we met with one of the doctors and we found our place. We found our, you know, our team and shout out to Shady Grove Fertility in Chesterbrook, Pennsylvania and Dr. Sasson. They made us feel so comfortable. They explained why the other doctor may have felt the way that they felt and why they felt we'd actually be great candidates for IVF. And they accepted us into this program. And it was like uh, this giant door just opened up for us and hope was restored, but that didn't mean that it was easy after that, because that's when the real physical work and mental work began um, as we went down the path of IVF. So I'm going to try to make it short. So we did one round of IVF. It was unsuccessful, took a couple months off to like regroup financially, mentally, physically, did another round. I got sick the day of um, egg retrieval. So we couldn't do a transfer. Had to wait a couple more months, uh, obviously upset got pregnant. Woohoo. First ever positive pregnancy test in six years of trying to get a positive pregnancy test, which is, you know, in a whole other conversation. And then, um, I miscarried and that was by far the lowest low. I've never felt so close to a goal to feel like you've just lost it. And, oh, it was just, it was heartbreaking. It was devastating. It was one of the hardest times in my life. It took me a couple months to regroup, to try again, but I did. And we did things a little bit differently. We we approached things differently as, you know, the medical staff and I, and I got pregnant and that's how I got Cece and that's Cece's story. And it's actually Lucy's story too, because they were both conceived on the same day. They were just frozen. Um, so it's a beautiful, it's a fun story. And it's, it's how I became so tenacious. It's how I learned my own strength. It's how I learned to invest in my mental fortitude and in my personal development and how I realized that hard work isn't the only thing you need to have in order to be successful and reach goals. There's more to it than just going after it and pounding your head up against a wall. Um, it takes adaptability it takes resilience, it takes problem solving, and realizing that there's more than one way to get a job done. And so after Cece was born, I came across the poem by Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken, which I'm sure you've all heard. I heard it a million times when I was in high school. And it just hit different. And it says, two roads diverged in a wood, and I took the one less traveled by, 
And that has made all the difference. And goodness, if that isn't true, I did not take the normal path to becoming a mother. Just didn't. You know, it's a path a lot of other ladies have taken as well. And God bless each and every one of us. Um, really any mother, no matter, no matter how you become a mom, it's not easy. Let's be honest. It's just, it's a difficult journey. And it wasn't the path I had planned for myself. My plan was newlywed, you know, get pregnant in the first three months, have a baby. Everything's wonderful. Um, but I needed that journey. And the day that CC was born, I didn't become something magical, right? I didn't become this new person the day that she was born. I had to become that person so I could get to the day that she was born. And I did a post a, a few days ago reading in a new book where they talk about this mindset in, in society today of have, do, be. Once I have this baby, right, then I get to do all these things and then I'll become blah, 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 right? That's how I thought my progress was going to work. But what had to happen was I had to become a really tough person, really resilient, very focused, very intentional in what I gave energy to and what I thought about. And I had to be open to other ways of doing things. And I had to not give up. I had to become this thing and do all of these hard things before I could have my child. And I'm so glad I read this in the book because it just reminded me like, I need to remember that that's the right order. Be, do, have. So whatever you want to have, whatever that goal is that you're chasing, remember who you might have to, or think that you may have to become someone different and do things differently so that you can have that. That's the way you set a goal. Okay, I want to have, so for me now, I have two big halves right now. I have a business have. I want to have a successful business. Well, who the hell do I have to become to have the kind of business that I want? And what do I have to do differently? I have to do videos like this. I got to do podcasts. Not super comfortable, but I got to do that, right? I have to do something different to become another version of myself so that I can have this thing that I want. And I also have a fitness goal. You know, I love chasing goals, but for the last five years, my health and fitness have just been like way backburnered and I need to bring it to the forefront again. I want to have more energy. I want to have, you know, the ability to go and play and enjoy time with my kids. I want to have the, the freedom of putting on anything and feeling good in it. Like it's not even necessarily a weight thing for me. It's about how I, I feel, right? I want to have all these things, but who do I have to become? I have to become more disciplined. I have to do things differently. I actually have to eat the healthy food and not eat the unhealthy food. I actually have to do the exercises and move my body I have to become a different person to have that goal. And that's what I'm trying to trying to path. And that's what I want to encourage you guys when it comes to goal setting. Yes, smart goals are great. Yes, you know, going after that big, hairy, audacious goal is it's wonderful. But plan it the right way. Think about who you have to become to reach that goal. Think about what you have to do differently. And remember, there are going to be times when you hit a wall. And if you're in the messy middle of a journey right now, like I am in my health and fitness and I am in a growing a business, remember the journey is really the reward. 
that's where you grow. That's when you change. That's when you level up and, and your icing on the cake is reaching the goal. Because if you're anything like me, you get one goal, you're just going to chase another, right? So I can't set my life up, you know, just on these goals. It's more about that journey, that growth that comes along with chasing goals. So my advice to you today, guys, is whatever you're chasing, don't give up. Remember, it may be out of reach today, but that doesn't mean it's gone forever. Reassess, is this still important to me? Am I going for it for the right reasons? And if I am, do I need to maybe change the path and not the dream? I hope you guys found this helpful today. Remember, first you must be, then you must do before you can have. Bye for now.